In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Today, my homilies are going to be about uh, evangelization. And so just to give us a little recap of what's been happening this last few weeks, we have, so we are in the season of Advent, and we're on week three of Advent. So in the first week of Advent, we had the Annunciation to Zechariah, for he, the angel promised him that you're going to have a son, John. And then we had the Annunciation to Mary the second week. Um, Mary becomes pregnant with baby Jesus. And then the third week, today, we have the birth of John the Baptist. So this is what's been happening these last few weeks, just to recap. And so, what happens to Mary during the Annunciation, we need to just remember, she's filled with the Holy Spirit, and immediately when she's filled with the Holy Spirit and Jesus enters her womb, what does she do? This Friday we celebrated the Feast of the Visitation, when Mary visits Elizabeth. So as soon as Mary is filled with the Holy Spirit, what does she do? She goes and she evangelizes. She greets Elizabeth and she shares the good news of Jesus Christ. And so today we have another gospel about another man named John, St. John the Baptist, who is going to be one of the number one evangelizers of the Christian faith and witnessing to who Jesus is. And so that's very important for all of us. Sometimes we think that, you know, how God is not threatened by using people in his ministry. If you look the last three weeks, Jesus is barely mentioned. We have pages and pages and pages of, of the saints. John the Baptist, one of the greatest saints in the church. And we have huge sections about all the glory that God is giving to Mary, to Elizabeth, to John, and how God is not threatened by sharing his glory, and that he has a specific plan for people to witness to his son. And so we need to carry that also this Christmas season, and to focus on what does John do, what is his role? So John, the first thing that he does is help the people, the Jews, repent of their sins. That's the first thing he does, and so he does this by baptizing them. So think about it today. You know, they were, the Jews at the time had the true faith at that time. We would say the Catholic Church, the Catholic faith, holds the fullness of truth. It's the one true faith, not that other faiths don't have some truth to them, but in the Catholic faith, the fullness of truth resides in it, right? So at that time, before Jesus comes, the fullness of faith is what? The Jewish faith. But then we see John the Baptist, he has a problem. What is he doing? He's baptizing those who have the fullness of faith, the Jewish faith, but he's recognized that the people have gone astray. They've turned away from the God of Israel. Even though they're circumcised, they're part of the Jewish faith, they've received a type of the faith already, but John the Baptist is going after them, it says, to prepare a way for Jesus' coming. And so that's his role, to prepare all of us for Jesus' coming. And so the reason why I share that is sometimes in the church, though, we can focus on just the one part of, like, we're trying to get rid of mortal sins out of our life. We're trying to just focus, I want to get to heaven. Me, 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 me. So that's how our faith could start. You know, we all want to get to heaven, right? I'm assuming we all want to go to heaven. We all want to repent of our sins. But once we do that, all of you, are called to do the other part 
of John's ministry is to share your faith. You have to share your faith with others. So this Christmas, you're going to have a lot of relatives that are, might come over your house, relatives that you might not like that much, or people that you don't talk to for 35 years, or whatever is going on. How can you witness to Jesus this Christmas? Because Christmas is not just about presents. Christmas is not just about, you know, just having turkey dinner or whatever is going on at your house. It's sometimes you can recognize in some of your relatives, you can say, where's Jesus in your life? I'm not saying you have to say that to every single person that knocks on your door. But you know that God is calling, especially you. You guys, I see your faces every week. Who else better than all of you who come every Sunday to spread the gospel? Because Father Kevin, Father Perrin, Father Fawaz, we can't be knocking on the door of every single person's house. You are the hands and eyes and feet of Jesus, right? And so you can save souls. You'd be surprised what simply, and it's not, it's always important to remember, it's not that you're imposing your faith, but you're simply inviting, you're proposing. So what I mean that is sometimes people take it the wrong way and just yell and scream and fight. No. The faith is an invitation. Propose. Say, hey, maybe you have a cousin that's going to come over your house and say, or even before Christmas, you can call your cousin and say, hey, come to church with me. Or come to the chapel with me. Come and experience Jesus this Christmas. Because 80% of our people don't go to Mass, ever. And so, what, what, is your, what is your role and my role this Christmas to really simple, and you can save someone's soul. And even the scriptures say when you do that, it says it atones for a lot of your past sins. It is an atonement. God washes away. There's a certain reparation. When we, when we save someone's soul, we lead them to Jesus in that way, it changes our soul. And so sometimes people think that holiness is just, you know, I go to confession, I repent for my mortal sins. But the way you grow in holiness is by witnessing. And that's what John the Baptist did. He saw Jesus and he said, this is the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world, that his main role was to point and say, this is Jesus. And you don't have to know all the answers. You don't have to know all the theology. You don't have to know, you know, the Bible back and forth. You can just simply say, Jesus loves you. Jesus died for you on that cross. Why are you gloomy? Why are you depressed this Christmas? Do you know yet what Jesus has done for you on the cross? So simple things like that. And inviting people, inviting in love, really will change people, because if we don't do it, then, you know, who's going to do it? And I'm just going to share with you a quick story that I, I think I shared before, but um, before I became a seminarian, um, this one, I used to work in the dollar store, and I already tell you a million times I worked in the dollar store, but I worked in the dollar store, and this one little boy walked up to me, he's five years old, literally five years old, he looked up at me and saw me all dressed up on Sunday, and he's like to me, why are you all dressed up? And I just said to him, you know, God is the most important thing and that everyone should go to church on Sunday. And that little boy went and told his dad and his dad felt guilty. He told his dad, Dad, it's Sunday. We should go to church today. Five months later, six months later, before I entered seminary, I said a prayer to God in my dollar store. I said, Jesus, are you really going to do good with me as a priest? Are you really going to help people? Is this really, you know, are you really going to do good with me? And as soon as I finished that prayer... Five seconds later, this little boy walks into my store by himself without his parents. I don't even know where his parents are on the car or something. It's child, child endangerment, endangerment, don't do that. But he walks into my store and he says to me, Hi, remember me 
And I was like, no, I don't remember you. This is a dollar store. You know, do you know how many kids, do you know how many kids come in here and buy toys? No, I don't remember who you are. And then he's like, I'm that kid that you said that God is important and that everyone should go to church on Sunday. And he says, I just want you to know, our family wanted you to know that me and my family have been going to Mass every Sunday because of what you said to us for the last six months. And I was like, really? I was like, oh wow, that was easy. And then, and then he's like, I just wanted you to know that he didn't even buy anything. He's wasting my products. And then he left, and then he left my store. And um, in that moment, Jesus said to me, wow, I'm already doing good with you. You just have no idea. And so that's why I really encourage you, when you're in your liquor store or you work in your party store or wherever you are, you can say to Jesus, Merry Christmas, people, Merry Christmas. Did you go to church this Sunday? Especially for people you know, your regular customers, people who come all the time. You can just share Jesus. And most of them, 99% of the time, people have a really good response when you care about them. When you, sh when you sh show that you care, it makes a big difference. One other thing before I end my homily is that there's a website called St. Paul Street Evangelization if you want to learn more how to evangelize. It's a good website to teach you how to share your faith. And they have in there brochures, miraculous medals, very cheap. And you can put them in your store. You can give them out to people. And a lot of people become Christian because of these things. Just simply saying, Jesus loves you. Here's a miraculous medal. There's an actually an atheist um, satanic man. He was... Um, part of the occult, he was like a satanic worshiper. Someone just gave him a miraculous medal and said, you know, here's a medal of Mother Mary, you know, I'm praying for you in this. And then he literally becomes Catholic. A miracle happened and he becomes Catholic because of it. He's now traveling all around the world. But you never know, just simply encouraging people to come to Mass, praying, what's going to do for them this Christmas. And if you see your nieces and nephews and your cousins say, come to the chapel with me this Wednesday. Come to, to Adoration this Wednesday. You haven't been to confession in 30 years. I love you. I'm not trying to scream at you, but come. Taste and see the goodness of Jesus this Christmas. Amen.